You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Hashem Israel, 5780-2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Tazria and Metzorah, and I'd like to share with you a thought from the Medrash in Parsha's Metzorah. We have the subject of Tzoras. Tzoras was a special spiritual disease we call leprosy, but it was a spiritual disease that came as a result of haughtiness, as a result of gaiva, as a result of speaking Lashon Hara, speaking negative things about others. And so there's a medrash here that teaches us a powerful way of protecting ourselves from disease, a powerful way of protecting ourselves from spiritual diseases, not just spiritual diseases, but even physical diseases. And this is a major yesoy, we need to understand a major foundational concept that we need to incorporate into ourselves. So there's a few different points here that I'd like to share with you. It's important to understand them all. Let's see what we can get through. Pasuk tells us, this is in chapter 14, verse 4, the Kohen shall command, and they shall take for the Mitar, the person who is coming to be purified, two birds, two pure birds, the Eitz Erez, a hyssop branch, a red string, and an Ezev. I'm sorry, Eitz Erez is a cedar branch, Ezev is a hyssop branch. Okay, there's a whole uh, procedure that's gone through in order to purify the person who has become impure. Okay, now the Medrash tells us some interesting things. First of all, it says, it points out that we have Shtetsipon, we have two birds. What is the idea of the birds? So the Medrash says something very interesting. There's different explanations of the Medrash. I'm just going to give you my understanding based on the Marzu. He says like this, That these birds, the idea of the birds, what do they represent? The birds represent the voice, the sound. Right? We wake up in the morning and there are the birds chirping outside. So, we have sinned with our voice, we have spoken Lashon Hara, we have said things that were inappropriate, that shouldn't have been said, and as a result, we take something which makes sounds, we take something which makes sounds, a bird, in order to recognize that we were twittering and twittering, unnecessarily saying things that were inappropriate, were negative, and therefore, we need a kapara, we need to be atoned for. That's one aspect of it. There's a recognition. There's a recognition of what we've done wrong. Very interesting. He says like this. We're talking about a, a bird. A tzipor dror means a free bird. A bird that ordinarily it can, it can be found in the field. It can be found in a person's house. It's not specifically a house-bred bird. That's the pashtos. According to the Gemara, tzipor dror. So now, what happened with this Tzipor Dror? It's a wild bird. You took it into your house in order to be able to bring it as a korban, as a sacrifice. Now, what happens to this bird? So, when, when it was in your house, so you were feeding it, you were taking care of it. It was eating from your bread, it was drinking from your waters. And now that it benefited from you, it gives you a benefit. Now it goes and it's a sacrifice on your behalf. The Medrash says something very important. We need to understand the depth of what it's coming to teach us. If a bird which just ate a little bit of your bread, drank a little bit of your water, you had it for a short time, nevertheless, it's machaper for you. 
It atones for you. Certainly a Kohen, a priest, that person who is spiritual, who stands in our stead, who represents us in the Mishkan, in the, in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Temple, certainly he who benefits from us as well, we bring there are 24 different matanes, special gifts that were given to the Kohen. So certainly he shall be able to be mechaver for us, atone for us. I'm not sure exactly what this means. I didn't study this part. But the idea is that if somebody benefits from me, that's what the Yitzhak says, if someone benefits from me, then they have an obligation now to help me out and get me a kapara. If I do you a favor, you need to pray on my behalf that all should be well in my, in my life. If you do me a favor, I need to pray on your behalf. It's simple, it's simple etiquette, call it, or simple hakar satov. We need to show our expression of, of thanks, our recognition of the good that someone else has done for us. And so we have two points here. We'll see more points. The idea of tzaras. First point is, recognize the thing that we've done wrong. The birds are making lots of noise. We made too much noise. Without any intention, without thinking. Number one. Number two, we we are going to have to do somebody else a favor. We're going to give gifts to the coin. We're going to take a bird into our home and take care of that bird, even though we're about to sacrifice it. But still, we take care of that bird, and now we get a kapara. So there's an idea of akara satov, of recognition of the good. Okay, so that's point number two. Let's see more. This is very interesting, Medrash. The Medrash is medayik in the Pesach. The Pesach says, V'tziva koin v'lokach lamitaher. The coin is to take two birds on behalf of the person who is coming to purify himself. What is the idea he's coming to purify himself? Says the Medrash. It's a person's obligation. The person himself is coming to purify. Just like when it comes to this spiritual sickness called saras, the person comes to purify himself. There's some aspect the person is responsible for himself. I'm coming to purify myself. So too when it comes to all chaloim, all sicknesses. There's an obligation on myself, and we'll soon see that there are spiritual obligations as well as physical obligations. But there are obligations that we each have to make sure that we don't cause ourselves to be sick, that we don't, we're not prone, we're not more prone to sickness. My time at the Pasuk says in the Varim, in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15, it says, Hashem will remove from you all kinds of sicknesses. Mimcha, the verse says, from you. What is the idea of Mimcha? It should say, Hashem shall remove all sicknesses. Why does it say, He shall remove from you all sicknesses? Because the idea is that there's something that's dependent on you. It's from you, dependent on, upon ourselves. Mimcha. I'm sorry. It's, it's up to you. It's up to you to make sure that the sicknesses don't come upon you. Now we're going to see how do we do that. How do we prevent sickness, both in a spiritual sense and in a physical sense? How do we prevent sickness? How do we protect ourselves? Says Rabbi Avin, and this is my own shot in what the Medrash here is saying, it's my understanding. The Yitzhahara, Starts off very sweet. This is a rule. For this is my Rosh Hashiva. There's a rule. 
If you want to know like what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do, the thing that you don't feel like doing, the thing that feels bitter at the beginning, and afterwards you always feel good that you did that, right? That's Yetzir Tov. That's the good things. Those are the things that we want to do. Yitzhahar is always like, oh, this is sweet, this is sweet, and afterwards you feel bad. You do something wrong, you hurt someone's feelings, you speak Lashon Hara about somebody, it feels good in the moment, but afterwards it always feels bad. That's the litmus test for how we know what's good and what's evil. It's not a cloud gadol. There are certainly exceptions. You know, it, it feels good to do certain things, to do people a favor, to do chesed. You know, but cloud gadol, the hard things, like my kids say. Sometimes my kids say to me, they don't feel like doing a particular thing. They don't feel like studying. They don't feel like I don't know whatever it is. I say, if it's something that you don't want to do, you always feel good afterwards. You might not feel good before, but you got to do it anyway. Yitzhahara feels sweet in the beginning. It's sweet to speak Lashon Hara, but you know what happens in the end? First of all, you feel bad. First of all, you feel bad because you've hurt yourself when, you've hurt, when you put down somebody else. But second of all, you end up with Tzaras, heaven forbid. A person ends up with a spiritual leprosy, which is really an expression of a spiritual sickness. Okay, so it starts off sweet, ends off bitter. So it depends on you. you got to make that decision in the onset. This is what, this is what we got to know. It's up to you. You want to purify yourself? You want to get out of this cycle of speaking negatively about others and becoming spiritually sick, physically sick? you got to think about it before you start. It might be sweet at the beginning, but it's bitter at the end. Don't forget. Don't forget. Okay, so that's, it depends on you. Rabbi Tanchume b'shem Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Menachama b'shem Rav Omar, Very interesting. Very interesting. There's something called Ayin Hara. Why do people speak negatively of others? Because they're jealous. But you know, if someone speaks negatively about me, there's, I have a part in that. Because I have a choice whether I flaunt the good things that I have. Do I go out there and do I, you know, have five Lexus cars and a mansion and a this and a that and all the things that because I'm rich, you know, I can spend, I want to make a wedding, I want to spend half a million dollars on my wedding, etc. Do I do that? Do I flaunt it? Do I show it off? The problem is that when I show it off, it makes other people jealous. It's like I've said to my kids, give a, I took a kid out and I gave the, bought a kid candy. Finish it before we go home. I don't want other kids to be jealous. They don't need it until they see that you have it. Right? So, Ayan Hara is the negative force it's a true, powerful, negative force that's created by us. When we flaunt the things that we have and we don't protect them with sneers. That's the idea of sneers. Sneers is be careful about what you do to somebody else. Whether it's because of your good looks, whether it's because of your talents, whether it's because of your the money that you have, whether it's because all the different things that a person has that someone else could be jealous of. Modesty, anivus, tznius. That's the idea of tznius. It's not just for women. Tznius is for men too. It's an obligation to not cause somebody else to look at you negatively. That negative force is a spiritual force that can manifest in the physical world. So this is another way to protect ourselves. This is so important. Protecting ourselves from, from any kind of sickness. Physical sickness is important. And how do we do it? One of the ways, says this Medjish, is by not arousing other people's jealousy. I'll die to the Rebbe Lazar. An amazing thing. Rebbe Lazar says that of a hundred people who get sick, 
99 out of 100, it's because of the fact that there was an ayin hara, that they aroused other people's jealousy, that they weren't aware of the fact, perhaps, or they weren't careful about the fact that they were causing others to be jealous. It's so important. You want to know how to protect yourself from sickness, from drawing upon oneself sickness? It's by being humble. It's by being modest. It's by not flaunting those things that we have. Okay? So these are all spiritual things. And these are absolutely true because all of the physical reality is a result, is a manifestation of what's going on with us spiritually. But we also find Rav and Rabbi Hanina that we have a machlekes between Rav and Rabbi Hanina about what is 90, 99% of people who get sick, what's it because of? Rav Rav holds like Rabbi Lazar that 99 out of 100 become sick because they have aroused people's uh, jealousy. A person is not careful about cold. The cold, a person can get sick if he's not aware of the elements and how it lowers his immune system. A person has to be careful. If you walk out, you've got to wear a mask today. You've got to be careful. You've got to prevent other people from getting sick and you have to protect yourselves. You can't be a fool. Rav al Rav Al, the Hava Shari Bebavil, the Hava Eina Bisha, very interesting. Rav would travel. Rav would travel. He lived in Bavel. He didn't want to stay where he was. He was afraid because he knew that people were very jealous there. There was an Ayin Hara. And therefore, he would travel to stay away from people's Ayin Hara. Rabbi Chanina Al, the Hava Shari Bezipori, the Hava Rabbi Chanina would travel because he lived in Sipori and it was common there that it would be cold. And as a result, he would travel to stay away from the cold. So a person has to take measures in order physically to make sure, number one, you're not in the, the line of fire of the negative thoughts of others. Yes, negative thoughts have real power. Number two, you have to take physical precautions to be healthy, to stay away from places that are dangerous. And you know, come to Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's more safe here. Come here. Move to Eretz Yisrael. But seriously, really seriously, it's important to live in a place. I have a family member who has two homes, one in Florida and one in Washington State. And they were in Florida during the outbreak of Corona. And they Dafka went to Washington because in Washington they were already much more careful because they had already had a number of deaths. And they immediately locked down and, and created all kinds of precautionary measures you got to go to a place that's safe. Eretz Yisrael is perhaps the safest place in the world of the countries that have corona. you got to go to a place that is safe. you got to be safe. you got to travel if you're in an unsafe place. Okay, bottom line here, and, and this really comes to the core of it. The core of it. Like, what is the idea here? What is the, the foundation here? The foundation here is, there's an obligation on us, of course, to be safe to be healthy, to stay safe, to do things to keep ourselves safe. But there's also an obligation, an equal and even greater obligation, to be spiritually safe. Because every single thing that we have in the world, every single manifestation, every sickness, is a manifestation of something spiritual, of a spiritual sickness. There's a spiritual sickness in the Western world. And that spiritual sickness is an addiction to money. An addiction to having so much. 
an addiction, an addiction. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu is coming with a clear and open statement to us to recognize we are overly addicted to our jobs, to our businesses, to, our, to money, to having so much. Hashem is saying, chill out, folks. Step back. Step back. That's the statement. You know, the Mitzorah, he's so busy talking, he's enjoying that musik, the thing that's sweet for the moment, but bitter afterwards. He's so busy, and what does Hashem say? Hashem gives him Tzaras, and now he has to be sequestered. He needs to go into hiding. He needs to be, he needs to go straight into Bidud, like we say here in Israel. What's the idea? The idea is, you wasted the potential here. You wasted your opportunities when it came to your interactions with others. You used it for self-promotion and self-benefit to feel good in the moment. Now it's bitter afterwards. Now it's tough. Now times are tough. What is the solution? Says Chazal. The solution is numerous. Number one, recognize what we've, what we've done. We, we used our voice in an inappropriate way. Bring that bird which makes a lot of noise to recognize that you're making a lot of noise. Number two, we said that the idea is that a person is, is obligated to show Hakkar Satoiv. We need to strengthen our spiritual side. We need to strengthen our recognition of the good. We need to look at the positive of others. I'm going to give something to a bird. I'm going to benefit this bird. And now the bird is going to give me something in return, which is a kapar, an atonement. I'm going to give these gifts to the coin, and he in return is going to pray on my behalf. We need to recognize what's going on. We need to recognize all the good that surrounds us. There's so much good in our lives. It's right here, right in front of us. We don't have to go far away. We don't have to go work in faraway places. We, we've got it right in our homes. We have our families. We have life. We have food on the table. We have toilet paper. You know, we've got it all. Do we appreciate that? Do we recognize it? That's number two. Number three, we need to recognize our responsibilities. We have to recognize that it's from us. It's upon us to make sure that we know beforehand the muscle, the thing that's sweet for the moment, ends up being bitter, speaking negatively of others, ends up being bitter. We lose out. Being so involved in Gashmi, so involved in the physical, we lose out in the end. We lose out in our relationships with our family. Being so involved in all the different things that pull us in, on the internet, the distractions, the news, all of the forbidden things that are there. Musik. It's very sweet in the moment, but it feels so bitter in the end. How much time did we waste? Recognize, we need to recognize and see all of the places that we're not modest enough, that we draw too much attention to ourselves and to our talents. Of course, if we have a talent, we need to share it and we need to use it in a way that inspires others. But it has to be done in a way that doesn't arouse other people's jealousy. It has to be done in a modest way. Giving tzedakah in a modest way. Learning Torah in a modest way. Not flaunting it. Because they'll tell us that. This is what we see over here. We have to be careful. Because it could bring a spiritual curse upon us, heaven forbid, if we're not careful about that. Which can result in a physical curse. And of course, finally, the obligation to be safe. To do things that prevent any kind of sickness. To stay in a safe place. To go to safe places in order to remain healthy and well. I want to bless you and I ask you to please bless me back. Hashem should help us that we should be able to recognize the spiritual power 
that we have, that is in our hands to attach ourselves to in order to remain spiritually healthy and physically healthy. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.